2: requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on Direct TV. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm Deontay Burden, and I'm down to
0: dunk. I'm Hamaru Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Luka Dort, and I'm down to Dort.
1: What's Dort? I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Sheikus Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robertson, and I'm down to
2: dunk. Yeah. On you,
3: Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me today, I've got Mikelly Bear as always, and special guest, Fred Katz. long time ago, wow. talk, guys.
1: <laughs> I have no. chatted in forever.
3: <laughs> if you uh, are interested in the NBA drafts, we are going over NBA draft stuff for Wizards After Dark. Maybe you watched the feed, maybe you're on the feed. I don't know not sure if you're watching right now on periscope or youtube please leave us a comment and uh we'll uh we'll go over it so we are going to talk about fake trades and our guy michele vera has come up with several fake chris paul trades that are sure to happen i think he he talked to sam presti before this and this is sam said this is exactly what i want this is what i want for my life and exactly, I said. Well, you know what? I'll hop up on YouTube and Periscope and tell everybody about it. So exactly, th- these are real,
0: th- real possibilities that I'm sure Presty has discussed, and um, I have sources internally, and so this is exactly uh, what those trades are, and. So let's start, uh, to, to, to make Fred comfortable, uh, let's start with the Wizards. Um, I think you had something of a trade uh, in, in one of your recent, uh, recent articles uh, at The Athletic. And I'm not sure this is identical. I don't think so. But so I wanted to get the Wizards not just Chris Paul, but another player. So the trade is OKC gets John Wall, Thomas Bryant, ish smith 2020 pick, and a 2021 swap uh washington gets chris paul danny schroeder and Terrence ferguson
3: ferguson will be on every trade (laughs)
2: probably
3: (laughs) kelly this is this is how you know this is sourced information is that we're getting exactly
1: yeah (laughs) that's you know i think i would do that if i were the wizards
3: I think you better if you're the Wizards, right? Yeah. I, the I mean, question, the swap. Dude. Yeah. Do you it, want it, Do you want John
1: Wall's contract if you're the Thunder? I mean, that's the big the, question, right? The swap is interesting because it might not matter. Yeah. But yeah. but it yeah. might not matter in a different way than like the Thunder is so interesting because the Rockets swap might not matter because mm. the Thunder and the Rockets might both be good. Mm -hmm. And so, but, but like the thunder might be 22 and the rockets might be 24 Mm -hmm. and the wizards one might not matter because the thunder might be four and the wizards might be two, or the thunder might be two and the wizards might be four. Like the swap Mm -hmm. might not even, not even matter in the other direction, which just shows how, how volatile OKC's future is. I I think I do it. So I was I, I wrote earlier the one that I included in my story earlier this week where I like went through a bunch of Twitter trades that, that followers tweeted at me and, and kind of evaluated them was someone tweeted at me, Wall and the Wizards have the number nine pick along with the Chicago second round pick. They have the thirty-seven pick in the second round for Chris Paul. And and I think Paul is the upgraded point guard. Um, cause even mm-hmm. if wall was healthy, Paul is the upgrade at point guard and you also have to pay another first rounder to be able to take on that second, that extra year. Cause wall has three years left yeah. on the super max and Paul has two. So yeah. I thought the wizards would have to give up two first rounders, but taking back yeah. Schroeder in that.
0: Maybe, made, maybe, maybe 2021 to swap is bad. Maybe just straight up give the twenty twenty first pick. Um, so you might have
1: to give up twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty two. Yeah, case. but if
0: you do it after the draft, you you actually can trade twenty twenty one immediately. Right. That that was part of the of the idea. Uh, I was torn between swap and the uh, the actual pick. One of the reasons I am not so down on a trade between the Wizards and the Thunder. It's I see it as a if Wall is not good, just flat out not good. Um, this will not. Change the draft outlook of OKC, not yeah. dramatically. Uh, they will be bad anyway, and probably he will be on his way out in the future. If he's good, then you're talking about two years, not three, because one is is already almost done. and uh, And maybe you can trade and get another asset, like, like like the Chris Paul trade. But you're right, maybe two first round picks are actually uh, better here. But I I think that that you can do a trade where you don't just give Chris Paul. Because even if you have Chris Paul in, in Washington, this doesn't really change the outcome to me. Yeah. Like, you, you are a borderline playoff team in the East. Mm-hmm. Because you have, like, a lot of trouble or a lot of problems. For, like, OKC was successful. But if you take away Dennis Schroeder, you take away Gallo, OKC does not make the playoff. And even with yeah. those players, you needed an... An extremely great season in the clutch of Chris Paul. I don't know if that is uh, replicable in the future. So, this, is,
3: this is such a bad, bad, bad deal for John Wall's career. Like, period. Yeah. It's, the Thunder are not, <laughs> they wouldn't trade it for him with the idea of let's help John Wall's career. Let's see what we can do for him. I mean, I don't maybe. Know. But if you do that, it's to the de- I feel like it's to the detriment because John wall's a guy that needs the ball in his hands. He's not going to be Chris Paul and like fade off ball and like let's let's let these guys handle the ball for a little while. It's not going to be that. It's I mean John Wall is like the offense. He's the engine of the of an offense if he's on top of his game. And so I, I worry about that kind of deal for the Thunder and what they're wanting to do. I mean it would almost be preferable. That John Wall is no good. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Um, again, uh, among the trades, this is probably one where OKC gives up too much, and but but something like that will be proposed, I think, yeah. because you you should at least entertain some talks between the two, and if the salary cap stays the same, probably. There will be less urgency to do a trade like that because, like many more options will be open. But if it shrinks a bit, then Washington could be one of the possibilities. Period. And you just have to talk with them mm-hmm. and see and see if a trade makes sense. So this is a no uh, for OKC. Um, the second trade is with the Golden State Warriors. There are three trades with the Golden State Warriors that may or may not include Chris Paul. The first one is OKC gets 2021 um, Minnesota pick with a swap. So it it is something, um, oh, this is very interesting. Andrew, can you please judge the trade on a serial scale?
3: Yes, Yes, for sure. last one is probably Cheerios. Like it's interesting. Only if you can throw me some blueberries.
1: Like another <laughs>
3: another pick? An extra pick? Yeah. Make it a real pick and not the pick swap. And then yeah. interested. That's my L- blueberries. Let's,
0: let's say, if, say just two theory, first picks. Uh, yeah, you know. Okay. <laughs> the second trade is you get the Minnesota pick. Just like it is. And you get Andrew Wiggins, Looney, and Salary Filo. like, whoever 1.5 million salary Golden State wants to give you, and you just trade Chris Paul. This is simple. This works. I, because OKC has like 36 millions going this way and Golden wait, State 41. So, the 2020 pick, is that what you're saying? Yeah, the okay. Minnesota pick.
1: So that that's the 2021 top three protected, and yeah, that's yes. so they have Minnesota's pick they got in the Wiggins deal, which is 2021, yeah, yeah. and then that rolls over into unprotected in 2020. Exactly. Yes. Um, that's interesting. I I have to say, I think the Wiggins deal is so much worse than the Chris Paul deal that I might need a couple blueberries too from OKC. Like really. That's, that's a good, you know what? I take it back. I take it back. That's, I don't think that's going to be the best deal that, um, that you're going to put forward. That's my, that's my anticipation that if all the deals that you're going to put forward today were on the table for OKC, I don't think that's going to be the best deal because I just think from a negotiation standpoint, you can get more out of whoever's giving up that Wiggins deal. Like They downgraded from the D'Angelo Russell contract, which is not desirable, to the Andrew Wiggins one. And they got Minnesota's top three protected first-round pick, which turns into unprotected, when Minnesota is in the middle of such a rebuild that they literally got the first overall pick this year. And Mm -hmm. they gave away a pick to get out of that. When Wiggins, by the way, was playing really well at the start of the year, and people thought, oh, they Mm -hmm. might be able to trade him. So I think... You know what? I'll I'll phrase it this way. My my critique of that trade is not necessarily with the value that's coming back. It's just with the actual negotiation tactic. Like I think if you're getting Andrew Wiggins, it's one of the very few situations where OKC would be in a position of power with the Chris Paul trade because mm-hmm. they are the ones actually giving up the better deal. And and I think if 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 the Warriors are doing that deal, they're they're going all in on this roster to try to yeah. win right now. Steph Curry is thirty-two years old. I think it's reasonable that they could get a second pick.
0: I, first, uh, uh, first rounder or yeah, the twenty twenty second rounder. I think, it's, round there?
1: I think it's reasonable they could get a second first round pick. Maybe not the number two pick this year, but I think it's reasonable they could get Golden States like twenty twenty-three.
3: Oh man. Mm-hmm. See, that's if if that's possible. Oh boy? I mean that's cinnamon toast crunch like all the way. Even to me even without the pick for for a few reasons. One, Andrew Wiggins is not going to affect winning. Right? Yeah. He's just he's just a he's just a dude out there. He's if you need just a block of 20 points, that's not going to help you win games. Boom, there he is. You know what? He's going to score points. Is going to affect winning? No you get a crack at two top 10 picks in the 2021 draft. That's Mm -hmm. a big, big deal. If you can come away with two top 10 picks in a draft that people are saying has eight total franchise changing players. Now people are saying that today. You get to the draft. Is that the same case? I don't know. But if you get a crack at two of them, that to me is you already have Shea. And you add two guys in a draft that people think is very good, like that's that's how you just accelerate this rebuild like crazy. And then you still have so many picks in the future. I like yeah. that. I would do it and if and if I mean Fred, I hear what you're saying, but I mean to me it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch even without the second pick. And I and I Yeah. Get
1: it. Yeah, I the mean is- I mean to be clear, if If they do that deal, if that's the only one they have on the table, like I would so much rather do that than just let the deal run out, Uh, let the Chris Paul deal run out. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I'd so much rather do that. I also think that there is, um, there's legit. There there is a lot of risk. I think. I think maybe more than what people say. I think there's a lot of risk in them holding on to Chris Paul beyond this offseason. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a lot of risk. It's like, an immense risk. Not not just health wise, by the way, and not just age wise, where he could just be worse because he's older. Mm-hmm. I mean, also because of the fact that Chris Paul situations tend to be great in year one. Like yeah, it, 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 this Chris Paul situation, the Clippers was great in the beginning. Chris Paul mm-hmm. situation, Houston was great in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Year two, there tends to be a little bit of the Chris Paul downturn. And right now you're trading Chris Paul when he's the culture changer and the clubhouse leader. And, and you have as much leverage as you possibly can in a Chris yeah. Paul trade if you're OKC. And if things go a little bit south, that leverage goes away. Like, no way mm-hmm. can you be talking about this the way I was just talking about it, which maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys are right. Maybe, like, the Wiggins and the – maybe Paul's just so expensive that, like, there's no way you can get, um, you know, multiple – multiple picks for him in that deal. But I just think Wiggins might be the, literally the one It's exception. It's, Although John Wall, my, my, I should probably say the same thing with the John Wall trade, too, if I'm saying it about Wiggins. Yeah, the mm.
0: point is here, I mean, I think I was reaching a little bit too high because I think that the the of the pick is probably the best asset that is out there, even better than Golden State. Uh, current pick like the twenty twenty oh, pick. No which, is,
3: yeah, no which is
0: by the way the, the version number B of the trade. You don't include Looney and you just sign the twenty twenty pick, um which is around eight, nine minutes and you do the trade with Wiggins plus twenty uh twenty pick, you get to choose uh the player if there is someone that you like. And you who can either you
3: who do you who do you choose, McKelly? For OKC? Yeah.
0: Uh, if it's there, LaMelo, and it's not even close, and you one, know. has gone.
3: He's number one pick. He's gone. Who do you oh, take? Oh. Oh. Don't oh.
1: Don't owe me. He could be the number one pick. Come on. Oh, my God. Put uh, Anthony, Anthony Edwards and let him play with Andrew Wiggins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let well, Andrew no.
3: Wiggins teach Anthony Seriously. Edwards. This is who you're going to be in a few years. Just look at me.
0: The <laughs> issue is that you don't, in this, scenario you're not the one who really choose to pick
3: mm-hmm.
0: and because if i
3: if it's but you are though you, we're talking about no. fake trade okay. okay suppose <laughs> that i am
0: suppose that i am i have full uh I, I think i i would try
3: to trade back for real and get
0: an asset I, to,
3: and and get who like, just uh, give me a name I'm that's what i'm fine, asking for i'm asking for a I'm name fine of a human.
0: Getting, <laughs> i'm fine getting i'm fine getting uh Halliburton with pick number five or yeah. Killian A's with pick number six or okay. so I just want to point
1: out I, I do want to I point might out if I have to pick two, second and I have
0: to it's yeah and, and Lamelo is to. not there is James Wiseman.
1: I do okay. I do want to point out that uh Michele created a fake trade then read us the B version of the fake trade. I have to then versions. told us then told us that he didn't like the B version of the fake trade. Yeah. turned it into a three-team trade on the spot <laughs> <laughs> and then refused to tell us if the three-team trade was with cleveland or chicago <laughs> yeah yeah okay i do have a question i don't about have Albert, chicago man. trades no. i i think yeah. i could have
0: done at least one with chicago
3: you, you can k- k- come up with one
1: yeah you can use levine's dollar This here's my no, question about Went two part
3: ways Mm McKellar, what do you think about this? Do you think that so? To me, I don't know if SGA is a primary ball handler. Is Halliburton a primary ball handler? No, no, he doesn't. Yeah, it's
0: not. It's not. But but you're sure that SGA is.
3: Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's to me. That's to me. That is the question that I have about those two because I I like the pairing as long as one of them can take the lead.
0: I think that if you want to maximize Shea this is the way you should go. Okay. You have to give him the ball and you have to make him uh, like an attack first point guard who will create from the dribble and Mm -hmm. you force him to be a playmaker. And like Jimmy Butler is not a playmaker for like generally speaking, but he is the leading guard of that team. Mm -hmm. And with the off-ball movement, with the shooting... And I'm okay. I'm comparing Jimmy Walter to Shea, so this isn't fair today. Uh, even if Shea is way better than what Jimmy was in year two, um, but this is a player where that that can play in a similar way. He's not your creator, but you have a system in place that allows him to be the guy who who has the ball in his hands the most. Sure. And Halliburton is perfect for that because yeah. he can be a secondary passer an extremely good shooter. I trust the shot and he can be an okay defender. Um, So, I really think that the pairing works. Taking him at two, well, if you don't get an asset, who cares? Just take the guy that you think will be the best player. Um, Wiseman, I I don't know. (laughs) I saw two games. I watched the entire games that he played uh, at Memphis Uh, carefully. Yeah, what I see, I like. I mean, he can be a very good rim protector with probably upside to do way more but it's to me it's just like a shot in the dark i've seen like four or five games of Lamelo. i i think i know him a little bit better mm-hmm. and i i'm sure i don't want an anthony edwards and if he turns out to be the best guard of his class well i will die on the on this island mm-hmm. uh, it's it's, it's not summer. my pick
3: yeah so uh what's the serial rating of the b version of the trade i just don't love this draft and i especially don't love being at the top of this draft as much as i do having the, the chance to be at the top of the 2021 draft twice right mm-hmm. so if that's if the first version is cinnamon toast crunch and the second version is i mean probably fruity pebbles Ten yeah, ten sure. minutes. Ten minutes. After 10 after did I pour know the milk, fruity pebbles. Where it's just like a I know what you, those are. You don't know what fruity pebbles are. You don't know what fruity. Pebbles no, we don't have those
0: cereals. We have standard Kellogg's. We have like like what? rice chocolate. Like don't, we have what Cheerios is rice
3: chocolate rice rice, rice, rice. rice,
1: rice.
0: like rice rice. like rice. I don't know I, I don't know how to translate it's, uh, it's I don't like I Coco don't Coco even pebbles. know the names those are cocoa pebbles cocoa pebbles. Cocoa pebbles, I don't cocoa pebbles. Okay, okay. I, I, don't I don't eat cereals. I, I, I don't make breakfast. I just have a black coffee for breakfast okay. since I don't know three years, and really? cereals are gone in my house since I was ten. All right, two two
1: things, <laughs> two things. Number number one, I really enjoy that we're 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 framing this as if it's a lost in translation thing. But yeah. I think it's possible that Michele just doesn't know what cereal is. No, like, no I, I, know. I know. I think I, I think it's. I it's plausible that like they're actually called Cocoa Pebbles in Italy, and Michele just saw them. It's like, yeah, those rice chocolates.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the brand, the brand, the brand is Kellogg's. Yeah, is it? Like, the same? Yeah, yeah. It's Okay. Yeah, it's we the have same. like a lot of variation of that, like with little piece of chocolate uh or with frosting or stuff like that. But I hate cereals. Like hate. well, not hate. I not hate. I can eat them. Uh, but this is not my thing. It's not my breakfast. Again, wow. I don't have breakfast. That's that's probably why. Sometimes I eat them when I'm you in hotels like or
3: do the breakfast? Is- I have
0: a, it's- I do intermittent fasting, oh, yeah, so yeah. I cannot have breakfast. It's just coffee for me—espresso, not coffee. Sorry. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, the best. <laughs> 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 I have a third. I know. I, I will probably kicked out from down to dunk after after this. Uh, but no,
3: I've got, I've got a lot of things to
0: think about. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. If you send me some cinnamon cross, tr- uh, cr- cross, toast, uh, well, uh, crunch, toast, yeah. crunch. Sorry, yes, uh, and I, well, maybe I'll, I'll change my mind. I don't know. Okay, I need, yeah. I need to do that. I've actually told you I do that, and I haven't done it. I need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, third trade uh, with the Warriors. It's not Chris Paul. Do you think that the Warriors will be interesting in the Danny Schroeder Adams pairing if they can get off? the Wiggins contract.
3: So what's the trade? What did the Thunder
0: get back? Uh, a future pick. Those are not quite good, uh, like as good as Chris Paul, so you don't get the Minnesota pick, but you mm-hmm. might get uh 2023 lightly protected Golden State pick. Like 2023 top three protected that rolls two years and then becomes, if you want to be on the eye side, unprotected if you don't want two second rounders.
1: So so guys, I I'll be honest. This is some bad podcasting coming up. I I I, I did not hear the trade you said because I was I was busy looking up some Italian history. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just letting you know, since nineteen sixty-three, mm-hmm. cocoa crispies in Italy have gone by cocoa pops. Woo! Okay. Coco Pops. Yay! <laughs> Wait, didn't didn't you call them rice chocolates? <laughs> yeah, but then I I I, 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 I don't know. He, no, at a certain point, and you can
0: go back and listen. I yeah. call them cocoa pops. Yeah, I just I didn't, didn't know, know. Yeah. if like okay. I, I don't know if you know the if you knew the name and you didn't. So yeah. I tried to say yeah. rice chocolate uh, rice. Yeah. I don't know. Since well, since <laughs>
1: 1963, uh, yeah, they've been cocoa pops in Italy and a, a, a slew of other. European yeah. countries, and, and not just Europe. I mean, South Africa and Kenya as well.
0: Wow. Really. So, Fred, Pops focus on my trade. Um, All right. Wiggins and a top five or top three protected 2022 pick from the Warriors, together with Looney and whatever salary you need to add for Adams and Dennis Schroeder. Is it better or worse?
1: What are the picks again?
0: 2023 Top three or top five, well, lightly protected, that rolls at least two years and then turns either into unprotected if you want to be really aggressive or two second rounders if you think that you're giving up too much.
1: That's interesting because, quite honestly, I haven't put that much thought into a Steven Adams trade just because I haven't been able to think of one that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. he's a weird expiring contract situation where like he still has value on court and off court for the thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, but I struggle. I mean, he just wouldn't have the value even close to the value that his contract would, would say that he should anywhere yeah. else. So I guess the way an Adams trade probably would work would be them using his, him just as an expiring to take on a big deal and yeah. get a pick. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That's interesting. I I I, I think I, I will say I think I'm not saying you're wrong. I, that, that's an interesting deal because, as you can tell, I do not value the Wiggins contract. Like I, mm-hmm. I think the Wiggins contract is a lot more detrimental. Like People have this weird thing where they say, well, they got the Wiggins contract. Now they can match on, on salaries for a superstar. It's like yeah. everyone can match on salaries for a superstar. Nobody wants to take on a three-year max contract for a guy who well underperforms it. Like It's such a weird thing. They think it's an asset to acquire a superstar. So that's interesting. I, I don't know what Adams does for the Warriors um, other than just like gives them a big body and mm-hmm. somebody so that Draymond doesn't have to play center, like high-stress minutes at center throughout the regular season. Um, I think the Warriors probably have higher aspirations than that with the mm-hmm. Wiggins still, mm-hmm. but I, I, I don't. So I think that's interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean the on-court fit is not smooth, but the screening of Adams in a spread environment could be useful. Yeah, and you can reasonably play if you have Stephen Adams and Draymond Green. You can even play Schroeder, uh Curry, and and Clay together. Um, maybe not against LeBron James and Anthony Davis, but also because uh, against Anthony Davis and LeBron James because Draymond Green can guard and uh, LeBron James and Adams can try to guard Anthony Davis. Um, So I think that having a guy like Steven Adams that can be helpful in the series, and you can, with that team, you can bench him and say, well, this series is not for you. Um, Also, Steven Adams isn't
1: going to care about that.
0: Yeah, I know. It's not going to say a thing. I know. It it Mm -hmm. was never a Steven Adams problem, but just a Billy Donovan problem with OKC. Mm -hmm. And in this trade, you can even um, keep Looney and just absorb uh, Dennis in the um, Iguodala trade exception. So you, it works straight up, Wiggins and, and Adams, especially if Adams renounced the trade kicker, because that I think would be something that will be discussed because he has like a 15% trade kicker. But in any case, those two salary match almost to perfection. So I think that you, you, you basically give up one pick that you have to give up anyway if you want to get rid of the Wiggins salary and you get two players that I think can help you in in the future. For OKC, you probably get a very good pick because like Adams and Dennis Schroeder, probably they, they, they don't give you an unprotected pick in the future or a lightly protected pick in the future. That can be good because Golden State can be awesome for the next 10 years or awful in 2024. And so... This was basically the idea behind it.
1: Has, has Stephen Adams aged worse than any player in the league? <laughs> Dude, like, I know. Yeah, he's the same age as Buddy, up and comer Buddy Heald. You know? like yeah. it's crazy. I think is it's he's younger. 27? He's 27.
0: Yeah. Buddy Heald is 1992. I mean, people Steven have used
1: the phrase,
3: yeah. b- Stephen Adams, as breaking down. The people yeah. have said that. Yeah, and not, and I don't know if I agree with that, and maybe I do agree with that. I don't know, but here's the deal, McKelly. This is a grape nuts trade. I don't want to see Stephen Adams in a Warriors uniform. I hate that. I hate every part of it. I don't want to see that after getting kicked in the nuts by a Warrior over and over again. Literally grape him? nuts. This is this is grape nuts.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Do you have grape nuts. I, I don't in Italy? hold
0: grudge. No, I don't hold grudge. Well, so. I'll tell you
1: what—they're not—they're not grapes and they're not nuts. So, good luck figuring them out. Yep. Um, um, this is, not, this is with, not chocolate
3: rice. These are not grape nuts. <laughs> Let me with, see what uh, grape nuts
0: are.
1: With, with Adams, you know, it's weird. I, I think Stephen Adams is here's here's a here's a weird like uh, talk radio you take. Stephen Adams's toughness has hurt his career. Because everyone talks about how he's indestructible. That guy's mm-hmm. indestructible. How many times do you hear that? He gets punched yeah. in the face. So, that guy is indestructible. He gets hit by a train. You're like, oh, I feel bad for the train, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then every single time anything happens, he's indestructible. But, like, he's a human being, so he's not. Mm-hmm. And it is clearly – the way he plays has clearly had – and effect on him. Also, when I wrote that story about him playing in the same shoes, one of the comment, uh, him trying to play in the same pair of shoes uh, every night, one of one of the commenters uh, made made a cogent comment of like, which I didn't even think about when I was writing the story, which was, uh, is is anybody else concerned that our our young hundred million dollar starting center? Uh, has such bad knees and feet that if he doesn't play in these particular shoes he's screwed. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. The, the Adams yeah. contract is is tough. Yeah. He is obviously a still a helpful, productive player. Mm-hmm. But he gets to the end of every year. And I thought the bubble would be different because he started the bubble very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in the playing games he was very good. You get to the playoffs and he's He's a replacement level center. When he got to, when in that Houston series, he just didn't make the impact that you would have hoped that he could have against a really small lineup. Is this
0: a byproduct of the lineup he played in more so than his actual production in general?
3: You tell me. What do you? Th- I mean, what do you think? I, I think? I think it's.
0: I think it's both, and it's yeah. probably more so the like the numbers. The advanced number were so bad for both Dort and Adams uh, when they played together. But for some reason, Dort for the thirty-point game and for the awesome, decent defense he played against Harden, like rightfully so, those yeah. numbers are not really discussed. For Adams, is wow, look at the net rating. Yeah, it was bad. But if you take uh, the the best lineup they played in the regular season and you give that lineup more time, I don't think that the, the rating are quite as bad. And also, like for any center playing against the Rockets is hard. And Anthony Davis, for I don't care how much like people say this, Anthony Davis is not the true center. When you go small and you have Anthony Davis at the center, you're not really going small. He's yeah. like a superstar. Mm. So for regular centers that are between the 10th and the 20th best center in the league, which is probably the level Adams is in. Playing against the Rockets is a nightmare, especially if you don't have spacing around you. Because if you put spacing around Adams and you run, just spread pick and roll against the, the Rockets, and you try to lure double team, and you have then Steven Adams uh, with space, not double, then you can do stuff. Against the, the Rockets, it was immediately double team because you you, you allow yourself to, to be beaten by Lou Dort and, and Shea from three.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and even with that, OKC was a, P- a P.J. Tucker floater from winning it. Yeah. So I don't hold grudge too much for the um, for the playoffs that he had, but I agree that he his value is not at 26 millions. Uh, I remember where I was when I heard the news uh, about his contract and I said, well, this will be too much in the future. I didn't know how much, <laughs> um, but I hoped for uh, like 20 flat something like that yeah. which is still too much today but it is but way better if you rethink well, about I it I
3: mean if he could have if he could have just even moved like he did it in 2016 in the 2016 playoffs throughout the playoffs in 17 18 19 20 Yeah. then I don't know that it's as egregious but the fact is like he gets to the playoffs every year and it's like oh where's even Adams I mean this Cantor outplayed him in last year's playoff
0: yeah but like Try to be back with your memory for a bit. In in those playoffs, mm-hmm. he looked sparkly and quick against the very old Spurs team. Yeah. The next round, the lineups, the great lineups against the Warriors were not the one with, with Stephen Adams was playing. Yeah. Yeah, with Ibaka. Even Kenter was in Game Six. Kenter had the best net rating of the team. Yeah. Or stuff like that. So I wonder if steven adams was just a 2016 player who deserved a big contract from what he what we saw in the regular season and he just got overpaid and yeah it's simple like, as that yeah. he was yeah
2: yeah looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24/7 us based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to com slash courtside to learn more. Okay,
0: uh, I don't... Phew, the trade number three is depressing to me. It's <laughs> it's the New York Knicks trade. Just just speak uh-huh. a, a collection of This is of not depressing. This is, it's depressing. to me, it's glorious.
1: Wait, wait, I wanna know how many, I wanna know if you think the Knicks are gonna give up three or four first round picks. In the <sighs> <laughs> no,
0: I I don't think I don't think the Knicks would will pay will have to pay because they will give you no bad contracts and right. this is something yeah. immensely helpful if they give you Randall and Payton and Kevin Knox and whoever yeah. uh, they need to to make the the salary work and they give you the Clippers 2020 pick and the second round uh, picks from Charlotte which is 28 and 30. I think the starting offer will be like that. And maybe if you really have other options, they will give you the eighth pick. But I'm not sure. Uh, Probably before that, they will go 2020 Clippers and 2021 Mavericks.
1: I'll I'll tell you what. Mm -hmm. If the Thunder make a Chris Paul trade with the Knicks, which is, I mean, they're the favorites, I think. They're the favorites Mm -hmm. to end up with Chris Paul. Wouldn't you be shocked... If the Knicks didn't come away with or the Thunder didn't come away with Frank Milikina and that deal,
0: yeah, but I mean, I know that he sounds like a Thunder player.
1: Not just that the Knicks are the Knicks are out on him. I don't think it would. I don't think it would change the deal at all from the Knicks' perspective. Well, granted, we don't know how this front office thinks, but historically, the Knicks are out on him. Yeah, and I don't think it would change the construction of a deal very much if Frank Milikino were thrown. But you have there. to and pay the same him. Same thing, maybe with Kevin Knox.
3: What do you pay you Frank Milikino? Yeah, do you pay I don't know. Do you I don't have want to, to pay, pay him? him. Do you have to pay him? Yeah.
0: What has he done to
1: deserve you know having to get paid?
0: But that's the point. I mean, it's if it goes. These are the contracts that I rarely want to trade for. I mean, with Ola Depot it worked very well, but even. With who ended up being a very useful player for the entire season, the contract seems seemed awful. When when and you know that Presti, if he's if he gets someone, he will likely extend him. And yeah, so I I, I would I would ra- rather have Kevin Knox, who I don't trust to be a very good player, but I have at least another year where I can just try, and I then have to negotiate a contract with him. And so I think that. I don't know. I really don't know what the market would be uh, with Chris Paul, but I think that the Knicks will make it work. Um they can they can start from one first rounder and one second rounder, both good, then add an extra first rounder before they even talk eight. Because I yeah. think that the Knicks should take the the guy at eight. Because it's a it's a good it will be a good role player and they don't have to give him up. Because they have other stuff. They have extra assets in the future that they can... Those are reasonably good assets, but not awesome. And so I think that they have
3: enough to get Chris Paul if they want. Feel to. Like, you feel like you've seen enough with Nikola? though? You were one of the biggest Nikola supporters in the draft.
0: I know. I know. I really liked him. Uh, probably he will be okay on the court. I'm not saying that he will not be productive. Um, he was in a very bad situation though and mm-hmm. if you are for too much you're, you just miss some development window. Mm-hmm. Your development at age 20 is not equal to the development you have at age 22, 23 24. It's just, it's just true and maybe Nilikina has something else but I had different hopes and I, I don't know if he's in, tra- in that trajectory anymore Sure.
1: I I still think he could turn in. I still love the way he defends. Yeah, He is such a pest. And I agree with you completely about everything you just said in terms of like eventually when you're in a bad situation, a lot of times guys just build up habits and some of them are really bad or maybe they break their confidence or whatever it might be. That being said, I don't think it would take very much for the Thunder to get him. I would, I would try to bring in – I mean, I think he has a better chance of being – I'm more in on him than I am on Kevin Knox.
0: Sure. Sure. But even, I have a – knowing,
1: Even knowing the contract situations. Just because, like, I am, I am, I am out on Kevin Knox. Like, if, if – maybe I'm wrong. But if, if, if Kevin Knox is, uh, is, is, is in New York, then I am out on him enough that, like, I am on the moon
0: I'm I so far away.
1: <laughs> but you have 30, 30, 30,
0: 32 minutes available for Kevin Knox. You don't have those minutes for Nilekina. If you want to play some sort of organized basketball and you want to give Lou Dort minutes, I, I see Nilekina as a guy who plays the same role as Lou Dort. Um, yeah. I want Lou Dort to be more of a handler in the future. I want to try to develop him as a secondary ball handler or the guy who leads my second unit, my awesome second unit. Um, and so if I have Nilkina he has to play kind of the same role. And Kevin Knox, I mean, I know uh, everything you said is right about him, but I can give him 35 minutes to prove me wrong. I probably can with Nilkina, but I, I'm sacrificing some minutes, that some of the minutes that I want to give to Dorr.
3: What if he's just that's your true. backup point guard, though? What if he's just your backup point guard?
1: I don't no, think Milikina's you know. is a point guard. You yeah,
3: know I what I mean? You're either. tanking, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> you just try it.
1: Yeah, yeah but you sure. know what? That, that comes that comes back to even when you're tanking, you still want to put guys in the roles that you see them being yeah. successful in the future because you're building up. You're but
3: if you don't want to pay Milikina, I mean, honestly, if he's not a backup point guard and you already have Dort, then you don't want him anyways. Yeah, that's why. I can just see if he can be a I agree with Fred that I just I think that Nilakina will be a player in the league, and mm. I just don't. Like Kevin Knox could could be out of the league in the next few years.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe my reasoning is too simple, but I I understand that you might have to give him. I don't think you're going to have to pay him an exorbitant amount. I don't think yeah, the market no. for him. I don't think the restricted market for him will be gigantic, and if you extend him, I imagine it's a very team friendly extension. Mm. Um, All that being said, maybe I'm being too simple, but for me, it's if when you are rebuilding, if you think this, if this guy is young and you have an opportunity to bring him in for virtually nothing and you think he's going to turn into a good player, I don't really care about the fit. If I trust my organizational trust, culture, and I trust my coaches, coaching staff's ability to identify what roles guys are good at and cultivate talent then I want that guy under my roof, even if he's just like, you know, I think this guy could be a good seventh, eighth man and defend like crazy for 18 to 25 minutes, depending on the team, Uh, which is kind of what I think Milikina is going to be. But I think he's a hell of a defender, and and I understand. I mean, you're 100% right about the redundancies with Dort. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. No, no, I understand. He's he's still young, and if you think he could be a decent player, I would just – try to get him under my roof if it didn't change the construction of the Knicks trade
0: at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the point. I think it will you have to suppose that you have Tilikina or pick number t- 31 in this mm-hmm. draft.
1: Mm-hmm. That's more of a conversation.
0: But that's that's to me is why I, I didn't put him because I would have removed one of the picks because I think yeah. that the Knicks would say, well, yeah, I, I, we don't want him, but I might get an asset for him mm-hmm. because I think that um, if, if someone offers an early second round pick, he's gone.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like Jeremy Lamb was worth two second round pick picks. Yeah. So, okay. Do you want the mystery trade or the boring Lakers trade?
3: Let's go boring Let's go Lakers go and, Let's go boring Lakers and then end with the mystery trade. The mystery trade
0: is not super spectacular, but I think there is a sleeper team that can use Chris Paul, and I'm not sure how much he he has been discussed. Um, I think you can construct the Lakers trade in multiple ways. The way I see is I don't think OKC cares about Kuzma, about Danny Green, about KCP. So you have to find this will never happen. This is the unlikeliest trades of among the, the ones that I, that I proposed uh, tonight. So, but but I think it makes sense. Um, so the Lakers get just Chris Paul. Golden State absorb Danny Green in the trade exception of Iguodala, just like that. No assets needed. Mm-hmm. Um, then Minnesota gets McGee and Kentavious Caldwell Pope. OKC gets Caruso, Johnson, Quinn Cook, the Lakers 2020 after the draft, and a couple of second rounders.
3: It's kind of gross to me for OKC. It is.
1: Oh, it it is gross. Also, also, it's contingent on KCP agreeing to a sign-in trade to go to Minnesota.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but the
0: playing time will be there. I'm not sure we will be opposed to that.
3: Yeah. He just was
1: close. It's not
0: a sign three. He just has to
3: finals team.
1: I'm assuming he's not picking up his player option. Oh, he will. It's I eight millions.
0: It's I eight millions. Yeah, that that could be a win-win situation where you agree and you get extended or something True. like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You have your bird, right? He's. It's right. okay. We
1: don't. We don't need to ruin the exercise by arguing about whether or not KCP is picking up a player. option.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe you get another first-round pick from Minnesota in the future, highly pro- protected, instead of the second rounder. Yeah, because like James Johnson is really a sucky contract, like mm-hmm. million is Just and, yeah. and maybe I don't think you get much more from Golden State. It is a second rounder with with value because it's the thirty-first in the draft Mm -hmm. so you basically get three late picks for Chris Paul it's not bad it's it's not like good but it's something and you don't get anything bad
3: yeah it's okay you you gave me such a juicy juicy asset with the (laughs) 2021 pick at the beginning of this though I'm going off of that on all of these. And so to me, it's Yeah, just, but these
0: are real. Like, these are, I think, the outcome that you can expect. Were you feeding me fake things before? No, <laughs> no. Like, suppose that there is no market and go and say, yeah. and the Lakers are the only team that says, well, yes, we'll take the contract and we'll do whatever we need. Mm-hmm. You can even get Kuzma if you need. Like, if you want Kuzma, I think in, the, in a trade like that, you can get Kuzma.
1: Yeah, I like I like Kuzma. I
3: just don't I just don't like him on the Thunder. I don't like him can as a I? rebuilding guy.
1: Andrew, yeah. can I ask you a question about this? Mm-hmm. If the Thunder acquired Caruso, you think they would bring back Samaje to play over him?
3: <laughs> for sure, they demote him to the blue. They bring back Samaje. Hey, but they bring back Ronnie Price just for good measure and cut him too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 3 your deal.
3: Yeah, three year deal. Yeah, thanks, but no thanks. (laughs) Would it would it be better if you get
0: like a future pick from the Lakers way ahead in the future? Yeah. A swap. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What it will not be unprotected. So what's the protection here? Top three protected 2024,
3: 2025. I don't
0: think they have it available.
3: It's it's going to be twenty twenty six. Okay, great. Take it. I'll take that. I will take it, that it, over over what. We, okay. The first, yeah. Top three protected twenty twenty six. Yeah,
0: it's better than twenty twenty for sure. Yes, yeah. that that, that yeah. I think it's it's okay. Yeah,
1: I because pretty I much mean, all these
3: players will be dead anyways by then, so that's
0: good. Yeah,
1: yeah you know, you know, it'll be really be really interesting for someone who covers the Thunder to talk to Pat Williams, who uh, ran the Seventy Sixers. He was the GM of the Seventy Sixers when they drafted Barkley? And Pat Williams was running the Sixers from like the late seventies on. And he was like the first guy to decide, you know what? I'm just going to trade for picks that are super, super in the future and nobody else. And like everybody panned him at the time. So like he traded world be free for a Clippers first round pick, like six years into the future, which then I believe became the Barkley pick. Um, and like made all of these like future draft pick trades, and he was the guy to popularize like future picks, where everyone was like, "That's nothing. That's six years in the future. You're drafting eighth graders. This is ridiculous." And mm-hmm. got panned for all of them. And now, like, I I feel like Sam Presti is 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 taken on. Um, obviously, it's happened many times since, but with, I feel like Sam Presti is feeling the same way. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the Thunder with the way that they structured the Houston deal and the, and the Clippers deal. Like they are totally cool. Taking a 2025, 2026. Yeah. First round yeah, 2026. I
3: mean, playing. is LeBron playing in 2026. No, no, it's, it's right. I mean,
0: Probably. It's, again, <laughs>
1: I,
3: I, I try to I mean, be honestly, it, it is a, it is a <laughs> question to ask.
1: I mean, yeah. like in 2026, LeBron will be 41. I don't know. Yeah. Like Tom, yeah. Tom Brady is still going strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So last
0: trade because it's really late. Um, suppose that Golden State doesn't want Chris Paul, which is fair. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure it is the type of player that they need. Would they be more interesting interested in a guy like C.J. McCollum?
1: Golden State. I had, I had, I had, I had a C.J. McCollum Chris Paul thing. So I'm excited about this. It's just
0: I think that Chris like C.J could be better for Golden State than Chris Paul in some sense. Yeah. Because you can you can probably leverage these off-ball skills more. Um, he's a little bit taller, even if it's, if it's he's not a better defender. But maybe. They just want more of a sure-thing player in terms of health, uh, in terms of length of the contract. And so the trade is, Damian Lillard gets to play with Chris Paul. I don't know if he wants to, but I think mm-hmm. that it gives... Portland, um a bump he can play with banana boat Carmelo Anthony because they will resign him and OKC still gets the Minnesota pick Andrew Wiggins and the corpse of poor Rodney Hood that makes the trade work
1: I yeah. love this this is this is the least realistic deal but I I
0: I think I, so too
1: I, too I kind of love this it, also, it makes sense
3: yeah also the wizard or the uh, the warriors are the most media friendly team in the history of the nba yeah
1: <laughs> and they can
0: get like they can get another good player uh like danny Schroder, or another asset just with the uh, iggy trade if they want yeah. to spend like a gazillion money in salary just for one season because if 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 they like the trade, I, I was thinking about gallo who makes a lot of sense for the Warriors it mm-hmm. just cannot happen because they yeah, will be hard really cut hard to do. And so yeah. either Gallo signs like a 15, 16 million deal with OKC for three years and then they trade him by the deadline or as soon as they can. Uh, so this is the scenario where, where, where someone does a wink, wing deal. Well, yeah, you sign Gallo, but he will be off and then Gallo makes sense for them. Uh, otherwise I think that they will not get into the sign and trade. Uh, Bonanza because it's it's a, you cannot be our cap with with those salaries.
3: Right. No, I like that. I mean, any anything to get you another crack at a twenty twenty one lottery pick is what the Thunder should do. If they have a chance to do that with Chris Paul, you you have to do it. You have to do it, and especially if you're getting if you get back Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is not going to hurt your chances of being a, a bottom 10 team. He actually might help you. If you're like, hey, let's give him 20 possessions. Who yeah. cares? Take exactly. them. Exactly. Take them all.
0: Exactly. If
3: you shoot, you know, shoot 38%, even better. Good job.
0: Man. I don't think the shooting will be a problem with Wiggins. I think that the other things, like the consistency yeah. on defense, the lapses, the inability to play organized basketball, that is by far the thing. Yeah, I mean, I I would I would pick Wiggins, uh, a, 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 like in other types of basketball. Yeah, when you have to play at a high level, I'm not saying that he's a bad player uh, at all. You're, um, so you're just saying are. he's. You, I'm you not saying he's a bad
1: are. player. I'm just saying he's unable to play organized basketball
0: <laughs> at 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 the NBA level at That's a high that. NBA level. This is of course what yeah. I'm thinking. Like. He would not be able to play in a system like uh, the one that Miami runs.
1: No way. I don't think that he would be capable. He of. plays. He plays a very simplistic game. Yeah. A very yeah. simplistic game. He exactly. Play, he does one or two things, and that's about it. And everything else is a is a negative.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah is worse version of Rudy Gay or something like that.
1: Oh yeah, Rudy Gay Rudy... is good.
0: Yeah, but. But he is in the same boat as player that will never make you win a game. Yeah, Like non-loser TJ Warren that apparently scored 50 in a meaningless yeah. series of game. but overall he will probably not help you winning all that much. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know that Portland wants to do a deal like that, but I think that yeah, the pairing of Dame and CJ has an expiration date. And and trying with Chris Paul is not a bad
3: try. Yeah. They need to do something different, certainly. Yeah. The Blazers. I wonder C. what CJ is really good. I think
1: that's really so. good. Yeah. Where, is CJ the best? Is CJ the best player in the league who's never made an all-star game?
0: No. Not sure. Is Con did Conley made one?
1: Well, no. I think CJ is better than Conley now. I was
3: Today,
0: thinking like
1: current. I think I was okay. thinking like currently not the best ever. Like the guy who is currently the best in the league, who's never made an all-star game. I feel this like he's York. <laughs> I, I I feel like he's he's gotta be really high in that conversation. Jamal Murray. Yeah, I mean he's he's count too him? early, so he's no, he's too early, so he's disqualified. Like yeah. oh okay. Like not like,
3: not not
0: rookie scale deal guys.
1: Yeah, like Zion doesn't count in this conversation. John yeah. Morant doesn't count in this conversation. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: then then probably is one of the Yeah. one of the best, yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know if Portland wants another asset together with Chris Paul. Would you give him the OKC pick in that in this deal? I, 20 I don't,
1: 25.
0: I don't think No, no, no. The, the this this one. The the Denver. Yes, 25. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought you said
1: I don't think I really what do you guys, Andrew, what and do you Terrence think is Ferguson? the likelihood?
3: And Terrence Ferguson, <laughs> as always.
1: What, what do you think is the likelihood that OKC, I mean, we could talk about it in, in this one, but also I'm just curious in general. What do you think is the likelihood that OKC gives up a pick in the Chris Paul trade? And, and, and what is the scenario? I'll Because pres- I think it's really low. Mm-hmm. And let's even say a follow up to that before you even answer it a great interviewing strategy, by the way, just ask follow-ups before the people answer the question, interrupt as much as possible. Um, Let's say I present you with a situation because I could read your facial expression and say, there's no way they give up a pick in a Chris Paul trade. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can, let's say I'm presenting you. I'm telling you, OKC gave up a pick in the Chris Paul trade that happened. They just gave up a pick in the Chris Paul trade. What did they get back?
3: Yeah, and they get back what they think is for sure another lottery pick. Yeah,
0: which That's is the what only happens way. in this scenario. Which is the it's only easy.
3: way, yeah. Twenty-twenty. If you can get a twenty-twenty-one or twenty-twenty-two, what looks like to be a lottery pick, mm-hmm. if you somehow ended up with, with a Kings pick, or if you ended up with this Minnesota pick, then I just then I think, okay, yeah. Would you keep up
0: 2021 from Miami?
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: To get I a shot that, at a
3: lottery pick, for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, this this is why I think that trades like this one uh, may happen where you have to give up your pick or one of your future picks in order to acquire. Like, for example, the 2020 um, pick from Golden State. I think that if, if they ask you, well, you will give me a future pick, you probably can do that. You're in a position to say, well, if I know that the person that I like at twenty, uh, at uh, number two is there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I think that you can. It, it's it's not like a giving up is swapping trading a pick for another one, yeah. which is not something that happens um, in general. Like you you don't trade one pick for the other, uh, but it happens, like the um, Tatum deal. Or something yep. like that yeah so
3: it happens well McKelly, thanks for the trades there were some there was some cinnamon toast crunch in there there was some uh some rice puff chocolates or what i don't remember what you call it but uh, chocolates. Uh, chocolate there's some chocolate Choco pop there's some chocolate pops in there as well uh we appreciate you guys listening to the show make sure that you follow McKelly on twitter at mike Barra. follow fred at Fred Katz. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew K. Schlecht. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday.